What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Now it's time for another episode of the Children's Hour with Amy Willens. Stories about Ivanka, Jared, Don Jr., and little Eric. Those kids get in so much trouble. Amy Willens, of course, is a longtime contributing editor at The Nation, former Jerusalem correspondent for The New Yorker, best known for her writing about Haiti, most recently in the award-winning book Farewell, Fred Voodoo. Amy, welcome back. Thank you, John. Well, the big news about Ivanka the past week was about her trip to Korea for the closing of the Olympics. This was America's answer to, to what? It's the answer to North Korea sending its very lovely younger sister of the premier to the games, too. And tell us a little about her. Well, her name is Kim Yo-jong. She's the younger sister of Kim Jong-un, and she runs what's called the Propaganda and Agitation Department of the ruling party in North Korea. She's somewhat different from Ivanka Trump. And she's called by some in the media the North Korean Ivanka. America's response was to send the real Ivanka. This was sort of to replace Mike Pence, who'd gone there for the opening ceremonies. Ivanka went for the closing ceremonies. Remind us what happened with Mike Pence. He had a formal meeting scheduled with North Korean officials, but uh, gave the cold shoulder to Kim Yo-jong, the little sister, the North Korean Ivanka, and also didn't applaud the North Korean athletes. And then his meeting was canceled. Did Ivanka do any better than Mike Pence in Korea? You could say so. She brought with her a, a Korea expert named Allison Hooker, and she applauded the North Korean athletes visibly on camera. And then it is assumed that this expert did have a meeting with the former head of military intelligence for North Korea. There was an opening made, and, and subsequently... Um, the North Koreans said that they would enter into talks. It's unclear what the talks would be about, but it's it's an opening, which is different. So that you certainly would have to say that her mission, Ivanka's mission, the people she was with, did better than Pence. And Ivanka certainly did better than, at least from our point of view, than her father, who had said that uh, (laughs) North Korean aggression would be met with fire and fury, the likes of which the world has never seen before. Did Ivanka even mention fire and fury? She didn't mention fire and fury, and she didn't say that she has a lot of access to the room where there's a desk with a button on it that's the biggest (laughs) nuclear button in the world, like her dad. That is the Ivanka story, and if indeed we have a relaxation of tensions with North Korea, even though it's a horrible country, we will thank Ivanka for getting this started. Next, we need to talk about Jared. Jared seems to be in danger of losing his security clearance. Why is that? First of all, you could say, why does Jared Kushner have security clearance in the first place? He shouldn't have security clearance in any case. But then with his background, with the Russia meeting, with his Chinese meetings during the transition, he sort of lost any standing, to my mind. 
But my mind is not the mind that decides about Jared's security clearance. So what seems to be happening now is that uh, because of how poorly he filed his uh, security clearance request or his papers for security clearance, first not it, not even saying he had had any contact with foreign officials, then putting down like 20 meetings he had had when actually it's much more than that. He treated it in what seemed to be a fl- frivolous way, and that has sort of put a stop to his real security clearance. So now he only has interim. And then General Kelly has gotten fed up with the whole situation, I think, with the Kushners, et cetera, in the White House. And he finally put into place a protocol that said, if you're, you've been on interim security clearance since last June, we no longer are going to give you security clearance, which means that Jared would effectively lose his uh, ability to see top secret documents. And according to Vanity Fair's blog, The Hive, Jared is none too pleased about this possible um, cessation of his access and has been, he and Ivanka have been working hard behind the scenes to push Kelly out over this issue. Just to remind people, General Kelly is the chief of staff. He runs the Oval Office operation and he seems to be saying, it's me or Jared, this seems big. Because the fight is over something very important. This is a person, Jared Kushner, who has had a lot of problems in the foreign sphere because he does business with foreigners. And it's unclear whether he knows what are the limitations on what he can say, what he can reveal, um, whether or not he is actually consciously trading on secrets or whether he might make a mistake and trade on secrets anything could happen. He's not a career diplomat, and he's not in an administration that follows diplomatic protocols. So General Kelly has a point, and it's been very public. One of the things about the Trump administration is how leaky it is. I'm not sure that Jared Kushner would really care if secretly he were taken off the presidential daily brief, because who wants to read that anyway? Trump doesn't, you know. Um, But when you're known to have been taken off it under these circumstances, then you lose face. And in losing face, you lose power. And in losing power, you can't do the same kind of negotiations, whatever they are, uh, that he's been doing. There was a fascinating piece about uh, Jared and China in The New Yorker a couple of weeks ago by Evan Osnos. Tell us about that. Well, it's a great piece, first of all, because Evan Osnos has tons of Chinese sources. And one of the the best quotes in the piece is how when they were talking to Jared, when the China... So my hackles go up every time I hear Henry Kissinger introduced. When you hear Henry Kissinger introduced so-and-so to so-and-so, you should worry about that connection. So Kissinger introduced Jared Kushner to um, Kui Tian Kai, who is the ambassador of China to the United States. And during the transition, they met many times. And the quote that um, Osnos got is that the Chinese could not believe how compliant Kushner was. And that Kushner would always come to a meeting without any State Department uh, experts. He knew nothing about China. As someone said in the piece, no one came with him who could locate Beijing on a map. Uh, sometimes he came by himself, which is strictly not allowed, because if you go by yourself, there's no one to document what happened. And if there's no one to document what happened, the Chinese can say whatever they want about you. While Ivanka was in Korea, her brother Don Jr. was in India. 
Why? He was in India to sell Trump condos. India is apparently, I didn't know this before, the largest uh, Trump real estate market abroad. When this trip was announced, Don Jr. was going to give a speech called Reshaping the Indo-Pacific, the New Era of Cooperation. That got canceled at the last minute and replaced by a fireside chat. Why was that? It was considered a conflict of interest for him to give that speech in India. He's not part of the administration. He has business interests there, and yet he's the president's son. It was unseemly, so they reduced it to a fireside chat. And uh, how did the Trump condo sale in India go? Well, before he even landed on uh, Indian soil, local real estate salespeople and realtors were putting up ads in the Indian newspapers for Trump condos. And the slogan was, Trump has arrived, have you? (laughs) So these million-dollar condos took off like crazy. And uh, as as Don Jr. said when asked about the, when asked to confirm whether the sales had, had gone way up, he said, let's put it this way, we had a pretty good couple of days. (laughs) Yeah, I read that they sold apartments worth $100 million just in the Trump Towers that are near New Delhi. And there's three other developments he was was pitching. So any uh, concluding thoughts about Don Jr.'s trip to India? Well, I'm just thinking about the whole Trump family entourage, you know, and um, we're telling all these stories about doing business under the broad wing of the presidency and using access to the presidency as a way to sell condominiums in India. And I'm just thinking, you know, every week we could do a segment like this on these uh, spawn of the president. And with any other president, it would be a giant scandal if one single behavior of one of these kids once was reported. Can you imagine Chelsea Clinton? Just for example, alt-right and old left. Can you imagine if she were selling condos during the Clinton administration? Okay, she would have been young. But, (laughs) you know, just picture it. Picture the Nixon girls. No, this would not happen. Even the Bush girls didn't do that kind of thing. So I think we have to look at it and say, this is grotesque and not just continue to be sort of bemused by the behavior. So to sum up the week, Ivanka was in Korea, Don Jr. was in India, and Jared is in trouble. That's the Children's Hour for this week. Amy, thanks so much for your report today. You're welcome. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.